Welcome, everybody, to the Agency Broadcast. I am your host, Alex Crum. I am a senior professor on the HubSpot Academy, and joining me in the studio today is... David Winehouse. Welcome, everybody. I'm the manager of Partner Sales Enablement at HubSpot. And our special guest today... Rogelio Rodriguez, better known as Rod in the professional world. I'm the CEO of Risen Inbound down in Miami Beach, Florida. Beautiful. Thank you for joining us, Rod. I hope you're enjoying much finer weather than we are here because it is almost Labor Day and the sun has decided to never come out again in the state of Massachusetts. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, it's very sunny down here. Beautiful, actually. Palm trees are waving in the air. All right. So we have a we have a a great uh, story and we're going to talk about Rod's agency as well. But a big topic of this conversation is going to be how to use lead in to get folks started with inbound marketing retainers. So Rod, thank you again for joining us today. And before we get into lead in and talking about some of the things that your agency is doing, will you give us just a little bit of a flavor for Risen? How long have you guys been around for? Um, and how long have you been a HubSpot partner for? And what's your, uh, what's your special sauce there at Risen? Sure. Uh, so Risen, we officially, about a year and nine months ago, um, as our agency, uh, we discovered HubSpot a little bit longer before that, probably three years ago is when we discovered HubSpot and made a commitment two and a half years ago. Uh, so Risen is focused on all inbound. We used to be an SEO shop. That's how we started. We started by just doing on-page SEO and link building for our clients. We had probably an average retainer of 550. But when we discovered HubSpot and started engaging with the introduction on all these other services that we could be offering, we found that it was a, a much more solid foundation towards the future where we wanted to go and grow our agency. So we decided to... Uh, take the clients that we had, really have um, a close look at ourselves and the type of work that we wanted to do. And we started picking one, one client here, one client there that we thought would fit into the inbound methodology. We had a lot more clients. Now we have a lot less clients, but the retainers are higher and we love every single one of them. We talk to them every week. Uh, so it's a very, it's a drastic difference from what we were uh, in the past. And Ron, what kind of companies do you uh, target? Sure. So we, uh, we go after the technology sector, anything that has software as a service, but also the professional services that are targeting the technology sector as well. So we've, uh, in the recent past, we've targeted uh, immigration attorneys, uh, intellectual property attorneys, uh, any professional service that would help or aid or service the technology sector uh, in any way. Excellent. So talk to us a little bit about, um, you mentioned the retainer packages where you started from. Um, tell us a little bit about where you've gone to with an average retainer size, and then I want to uh, move the conversation into lead in and how you've been using lead in. Sure. Our average retainer now is uh, twenty seven fifty, but we started at, at that five hundred a month mark only for SEO services. Uh, lead in actually, when when we first heard of it, I I got super excited. I think I was uh, attending inbound at the time. It was my first inbound, and I emailed everybody that I knew as soon as I heard. I'm like, ah, oh, check this out right now. <laughs> and then uh, what ended up happening is that we did a, a bunch of work that was for free <laughs> after that point because we were learning, right? We were learning uh, how we could leverage it and what what type of clients would actually need it. But in that process, we we discovered that 
lead-in would fit in perfect with somebody with a lower budget that wanted to run a, a pay-per-click campaign and gather immediate data on the activity that somebody landing on their webs on their website from PPC was was doing. We started packaging our PPC clients, our pay-per-click clients, along with lead-in, so that we can start at least embedding the inbound mindset, right? Understanding when those people come back. Uh, that we're still able to track them using the lead-in platform. Rod, for anybody who isn't completely up to speed on lead-in, and they might have heard about it in passing, can you explain the main thrust of the tool? Just explain it to me like I'm 15 years old, just for me and for the audience as well. Sure, it's uh, a free lead capture and uh, monitoring solution. People can, uh, when they log into your, or when they go into your website and they fill out a form, Leadin allows you to track what they've seen on your on your site before. So it, it tracks their behavior, and you get it uh, so, somewhat like a Facebook timeline of what their activity has been on your website. It's automatic. I mean, you you put it on your website, and there's nothing else that you need to do. All it, it scrapes the every form that you have on your website currently. And there's a plugin also for WordPress, which makes it super e- even easier than installing the actual tracking code. We like to think of Leadin as like a starter for inbound services. So exactly like you said, for those clients that don't have the budget or aren't yet ready for a full inbound retainer. Sure. Absolutely. And that's, no, go ahead. No, well, that's how exactly how it worked uh, with one particular client that we have the uh, attorneys that are immigration attorneys that target the technology area. Uh, we used Leadin as as a way in. I mean, now they're on on HubSpot and currently using it. So, awesome. Let's let's talk about that story, Rod. Can you take us through it from the beginning? Sure. These clients came in as uh, design clients. Uh, we sat down with them. We designed their website. We figured out what their buyer personas were as part of the design because we really we we try to take the whole inbound thought process from the first engagement that we have with the client. We built their website and then they started asking questions about PPC because they were running a, a, a pay-per-click campaign but it wasn't very successful. Uh, it was driving traffic but it was not driving any leads. What we did is we, we gave them a, a, an estimated budget uh, and then we decided to install the lead-in along with the pay-per-click. Uh, what Leadin gave us, though, is is planted that seed for them to think more about what else inbound could do. Because they started receiving the leads, they started getting them on their email, and they're like, "Isn't there, you know, isn't there a way to automate this somehow? Like, isn't there some kind of like solution that we can figure out that we can?" Uh, send an automatic email, a follow-up email, or let us know something. I'm like, oh, yes, there is, right? And in the beginning, we combined it with the HubSpot CRM so that they would manually, we would, we would export from lead into the HubSpot CRM, which now is a completely different system. Now it's all together, which makes it a lot easier. But nice. the questions they asked just led us through, you know, okay, they need leads, but then now they need lead intelligence. Now they need some way to automate their, their lead uh, capture and lead, lead uh, follow-up. So it, it went through that process with them. And it was very natural for us to just say, okay, this is the solution for this uh, question that you have. This is the solution for this question. It went just like that from design to PPC to lead into the CRM to then finally getting them on a, initially a training retainer that led uh, a training retainer on how to use HubSpot. So we were we would sit down with them on a on a 
on a monthly basis to go over how to use the software and uh, all the softwares together. Now we're working towards a full inbound retainer with them. We're, we're putting the, the pieces in place to get them to do everything, social media, SEO, and, and everything together in so one that, place. That's, that's fantastic, Rod. We, you know, we often talk about the road to retainers. You know, it's not always simple as being a straight path between A and B. And what you just illustrated there is going from design to pay-per-click to lead-in to a training retainer to full HubSpot and now expanding those services is a super example of taking that road to a retainer with a particular type of client. One question I had, as you mentioned, going from design to pay-per-click to lead-in, why did you propose lead-in um, initially instead of proposing HubSpot initially? The, their budget. It was, okay. it was their budget. Their budget was restricted. We did visit HubSpot because I presented both solutions, and we were going over uh, how much they wanted to spend on the software, and they just weren't ready at that time to make that. I mean, do they want free? Do they want yeah. free, or do they want to pay for something? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right now, yeah. Right, in, in, in retrospect, right, do you think lead-in was the right solution for them, or do you think, at, the t at that time, I don't want to say now, at that sure. time, if you had to do it again, would you still present both of them? Or would you, looking back on it, you think one of them was a clear right solution at the time? Yeah, at, at the time, I think lead-in was, was the perfect solution for them. Um, but now that, I mean, when they, when they saw the lead-in start working and they, they noticed it's a HubSpot product, they started using the CRM, then those two combined got the rest of the team excited. Also, the one thing is that uh, initially only one person on the team was using lead-in and the, the HubSpot CRM. When they all saw how he was working much more efficiently, then they're like, okay, then the, the two other partners came in and said, okay, this is definitely what we need to do and, and use HubSpot uh, to, make, to, make that, to make us grow, to help us grow towards our goals. Interesting. So you had uh, somewhat of an early adopter at the client who started to use and see success from the free tools. Yes. Which helped it to spread. Absolutely. Fantastic. T tell us a little bit more about the CRM and lead-in working together. How do they how do they use the two tools in conjunction? Sure. Uh, initially, we were using two separate. So lead-in didn't connect to the CRM. So we would uh, once a week, their assistant would export the files and put them into the CRM, uh, and then they would enter their notes into the CRM. Um, the individual attorneys would enter the notes depending on what they, they learned to assign each other uh, the different leads in the system. They would handle the leads themselves, the individual attorneys. Like there's one intellectual property attorney, there's one business attorney, and one immigration attorney. So we had different campaigns leading, feeding them uh, individual leads. And uh, eventually, now they're, they're obviously they're on, on HubSpot. They're not having to do the export. They figured it out fairly quickly. I mean, because it's super simple too to export all data and all the leads and import them into the CRM. Nice. Um, and so we we should mention now that as of recently as well, the <clears throat> excuse me, whereas before you had to do the export from Leadin and into the CRM, the two are now um, integrated. So those leads that are captured will now automatically uh, they're just kept in the same data object that the CRM works off of. So those leads will automatically appear in the CRM as well. Follow will include a link underneath this podcast, if we yep. can, Alex, yep. to the lead-in training. There's also a particular setup wrinkle that you have to follow, which is essentially starting with the CRM before you get into lead-in. Yeah, CRM first. CRM first, uh, yep. but you can follow the link to the training for a few more details on that as well. But it is exciting, Rod, to your point, 
being able to capture the leads in one place and then manage them in a second place all in a, a one uh, easy to use system. Right, absolutely. And there's a lot of new things on lead in too that we didn't take advantage of, but we are taking advantage of like creation of the funnels and creation of the, of the individual pop-ups that would come up on certain pages, which are, I think, great for any small business that's, that's trying to get more, just more refined in the way they capture their leads. It strikes me that the folks at the law firm were very keen on using the tool as soon as they saw that one of their colleagues was using it. What was the recognition point that they needed a tool like LeadIn? Was it based upon the services that you were offering prior? How did they arrive at that point where it, even that first person understood, hey, this is the solution that I need. It's going to solve problem X. What's the point that you attacked and said, hey, LeadIn is the solution for what you guys need right now, perhaps in addition to the services that you already are offering? When they saw the first email with the the data of where that that came from that that individual contact came from then when they saw like the second and third and they had all this information they're like oh this guy's reading my immigration blog he clicked on the call to action they created they went to uh the landing page and they actually filled it out like <laughs> and then he came back the next day you know when you log into the back end, you can see that they came back and that, that's the point when they realize that they're starting to gather the data on the, their individual target or buyer persona that they want to attract. That's when that uh, happened. Well, I mean, I was there in the office and it was almost like a light bulb lit up, right? And both the other partners heads like right above just went bing and they're okay, we got to, <laughs> this is what we have to do. Absolutely. I love hearing those stories. That's so encouraging. It's just, it just happens and it makes sense. And no matter what situation or what niche, whether you're a lawyer or a doctor or what have you, you just see that if you're, if you're running a flower shop, you can see that and it makes perfect sense to you. And right. that's really exciting to see. Cool. Awesome. That's a great story, Rod, in terms of the legal client. Um, tell us a little bit more about lead in and any future plans you guys have with it or other work beyond the this success story how you're using yeah, it absolutely I mean we have it right now on all the PPC clients and now we're rolling it out on all our every design comes with it already I mean, we we install it inside the uh, what we normally do either WordPress for designs or on HubSpot on the CRM if we're doing HubSpot obviously we ha we package it with the full HubSpot platform but if we're using WordPress we package it with along with lead-in and the CRM so now we have several clients that we're planning on using smaller packages uh, creating smaller packages like we were speaking earlier in the week like we have one particular client that's a uh, he's a home inspector we just finished his website I mean he heard the success of the attorney because we're in the same networking group and he's like no no I need I need it already pre-installed and I need the CRM ready to go <laughs> after you design your website so next week we're meeting to discuss what we're gonna do as far as the, the marketing is concerned and put a package together for them so that's that's awesome Rod so make sure I got that right so for all of your pay-per-click clients and all of your clients that you're doing design work for, like WordPress websites, you're automatically just getting them going with lead-in out of the gate. Yeah, and the CRM. And the CRM, right. Yeah. Lead-in and the CRM. Yeah. That's awesome. Are there ever occasions, Rod, where you might say, hey, this guy's like going to be a better fit for HubSpot ultimately than lead-in because of their goals or their time, uh, you know, their time commitments or things like that? 
Um, what yeah. do you do? What do you do in that case? Usually, it, they have a, a bigger team, or they have one marketer already on the team. Uh, that's usually in the the situations where we recommend HubSpot to go straight into HubSpot, and they're already they have an understanding. They're generating traffic. They're generating leads. A lot of the ones that we've we've identified that fit the lead-in model have had a lot of bad experiences in the past with marketing companies. They don't see the consistent lead generation. They don't. There's issues that have come up in the past that keep them from moving quicker through the the sales funnel towards HubSpot. I, I, we identify them as, as having a lower budget and maybe not as defined goals because we, we've developed the goals alongside Logica, the attorneys. We've almost groomed them into having this inbound mentality where they're focused on growth, focused on what their client uh, lifetime value is, how to get the, the return on investment from their activities. And it's taken us a little bit of time, but they're also grow, you know, they were growing. It, it allowed us to really embed ourselves into their business as much as they're embedded into ours. It's, it's fantastic, Rod. That's like textbook for what we said in the training is, you know, lead in's great for folks who are set on growth, but they're not yet ready for an inbound solution. And what you described, whether it's clients who've been burnt before and aren't willing to invest in a marketing solution, or it's clients who are don't have the budget yet for a retainer. Um, and it's also folks who just, they don't quite see the value of marketing. I loved your story before about their light bulb going off over their head because you were able to demonstrate the value and what inbound is really all about to them. And I think um, what you've shared with us today is you've identified some really, really strong use cases where you can use lead in, you can start to help demonstrate value, and then you can become a partner with them, as you said, and you can grow the relationship and the services that you provide to help them grow from there. Absolutely. I have a curiosity around how you begin the conversation when you move somebody off of the beginner PPC lead in CRM and say, hey, guys, it's time you could really benefit from having a full HubSpot package. How do you initiate that conversation? Sure. A lot of the time, well, the times that happened for us, it started with questions from the client asking things like, how can I automate this? Or like the IP attorney asked, okay, can we somehow send an email if they don't qualify so that like we don't touch base with them? How can we do that? I start asking, it starts a conversation and I go into, well, this is, th these are the types of solutions that we can look at to get the email marketing. You know, what else do you want to do as part of your goals? So I try to take out their goals first and try to find out, okay, let's work backwards and see what we, what, what are the activities that we need to do to, to reach those goals? Like the attorneys were blogging, but they weren't blogging with SEO in mind. Uh, they were just kind of getting ideas from the news and just blurting out 250 words, 500 words sometimes without actual direction. The conversations were more like, you know, we have a hundred and something blog posts written, but they're not ranking what's, what's wrong. Then we would dive into the different elements of, of inbound, attracting and converting people because they were converting just because of the PPC, but they realized that all these other sources weren't being watched, right? And monitored and, and, potentially not being monetized. So the conversation went along with us trying to identify what their goals were and providing them a solution that would fill in those gaps that where they had questions. So it sounds like they really understood that there was a huge need for it just by going in and using it in the existing form that you guys were yeah. doing for them. Logic dictated that, hey, let's, how can we answer some of these questions? How do they handle updating the pricing? 
so the pricing, it was, uh, I'm trying to think how the conversation went along with, with Lordica because they got to the point where like, we're wasting a lot of time. They, they were looking at it in terms of my hourly is $300 an hour. Me sending follow-up emails takes 30 minutes and they were, they were in there calculating their own hourly and comparing it to what the yeah, time Yeah, lawyers, lawyers are probably going to do that right? and figure out like how much is my time worth, how valuable am I, and then it's like one, two, three. Okay, yeah. we need something a little bit more efficient than what we're doing right now. They had, they had a yeah. built-in recognition on what stuff costs per hour. Right, absolutely. So think like a lawyer, David. <laughs> you think like about how valuable your time is. Like, why you're sitting there waiting for the bus, and you're like, how much time and money am I wasting doing this? <laughs> hey, Rod, I, I have to ask you, there's the one thing that was hanging out with me. When you present this now to a client, like making the decision whether lead-in's the right fit or HubSpot is the right fit, do you still present both options? No. Okay. <laughs> That's no. the answer I was hoping for, Rod. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I've learned. Just, just not, not like uh, spreading it to your entire email list <laughs> right when it comes out. I don't, learned. Don't blast it to your whole email list, right? Yeah. Figure out who you can help and don't, you know, make the recommendation for your client and present your recommendation to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. This has been awesome, Rod. But before we go, do you have any final words of wisdom for other folks who have not used LeadIn before or are still kind of struggling with how they might use it to help their agency grow? Yeah, I mean, try it, try it on their own site. Create a site if you have to, <laughs> just to check it out because it, it's, it's very powerful and it could help you expand your, 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 your reach and how many people you can help, how many businesses are out there that maybe are, are like you said, not ready for, for full inbound, but they need a place to start. And I think the CRM and lead-in is a great start for, for any business. Rod, thanks for joining us today. It was great talking to you about everything. We are now available on iTunes. And if you search for agency broadcast, you will see the show come up subscribe, rate it, write a review. If you do all of those things, it helps boost the show's visibility and it helps share a lot of these stories for people who may be HubSpot customers and who may not be HubSpot customers, just to learn from the way that you function, the way HubSpot functions. It was great to hear this story. You can follow me on Twitter. I am at Alex underscore Crum. David, do you have a plug? You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at, at David Winehouse, W-E-I-N-H-A-U-S. Rod, do you want to plug anything? Sure. Uh, you can follow me at, on Twitter as well at Rod USMC. Nice. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us today, and we will see you all next time.